0: What up everyone, it's your boy Rare Image and Nayla Bo here We are the new hosts of the Take a Chance podcast The last guy had something come up and will no longer be with us But I would like to introduce you to our first guest tonight Little Siren, former host of the Take a Chance podcast And one of my best friends Yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: this, is, this is fun for you, isn't it? So fun Can I just, I, I've said this right before we start filming, but this is weird I feel so weird about being on the other side yeah. from date. It is. It has to be weird for you, too, looking across at me, asking me questions.
2: I mean, it's just the same thing we're just sitting here talking about. Yeah. yeah. All right. That's just how I feel about it. Yeah. But, uh, no. What's it like hosting the podcast, though?
1: I love it. Yeah. Uh, It really, in my opinion, it's another way to express myself other than music. Yeah. Because I can, like, relate off other people's stories that we have heard. I can... A bond over stuff that i usually don't talk about in music or like other types of music i like or stuff that i don't really talk about in my music it's just uh no it's just another way to uh express myself for real and i think that uh a lot of the guests that we have had over the last couple months in season one um it really it made me feel closer to them yeah not just not just two rappers that happen to record at the same place or uh, a rapper and a clothing brand a rapper and a singer a rapper and a designer you know it doesn't it, it made me feel like hey that's my homie yeah, yeah we had him on an
0: episode that's yeah. a homie yeah. yeah so like all bias aside though what was your favorite episode of season oh. one actually let's make this a two-parter what was your favorite episode to listen to and which was the best of film okay
1: See, that's that's a very... Because honestly, some of my favorite ones watching weren't like my favorite ones to film. And mm-hmm. I always feel bad because those days when we were filming early days, mm-hmm. there's a couple episodes where like, I was going to bed at four in the morning the night before, getting up at nine to come out here and film at 10. And then we have like one episode to film at noon and then another episode to film at like 5 p.m. And freaking I'm like just, hmm, the whole fucking yeah, episode. Yeah. So uh, personally uh the ones that were fun to film colton's was a good time uh money moves gavs was a good time Mm, fat suciano that's one of my favorites that was a good time uh but to watch and actually see it was uh like yours being like how we've been together for uh, making music together for like a couple years and stuff so doing that episode was special to me uh Kuwait, Cusco. You out of here, 2-6? All right, bro. Have a good birthday.
2: Yes, sir. Happy yeah. birthday. Um. Be safe, dog. Yeah, for real. Uh, the Adios. first
1: the first episode with
2: 2-6 uh, was... Uh, Man, how are we going to lock this? If You have a I key. I don't have it yet. Oh, you told Go me you did. Him. You guys keep talking. We're not cutting this.
1: <laughs> i bet um but yeah uh the two six episode because it was opening one and like any episode that i did with people that i've known forever like uh d1 or uh d1 chance uh rare image yeah so like any uh colton who i've known for a long time yeah like those are all gonna those are all gonna be up there uh and it's also been fun you know doing it with nate
0: and stuff because me and him like were boys a little bit back in the day yeah, so um what was it like when like how did this idea for the podcast like first start? Uh Chance actually came to me and told me
1: about it. You good? Got it? Alright, perfect. Chance actually told me about it, uh originally the the first we had talked about it and yeah, well I'll see you later, Six. Oh, you chilling? Yeah, I'm my car you know? Oh, okay, bet. Um yeah, he actually came to me with the idea for the pod and stuff, and said that Nate and him had been talking about it, and Nate thought I'd be good. Tell him what you said. <laughs> what, what are we talking about right uh, now? Got back the idea <laughs> for the
0: podcast.
1: The idea like for starting how, it. how did it like come about?
2: Oh, I don't know. I just we were in Chance's old studio, yeah. and but you said I something. Know. I was just like, let's just start a podcast. Uh, yeah, like, when but, we have the space for it.
1: But the reason was, what was the reason you wanted me on it?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I said, uh, I'm good at, like, asking the questions. People have told me I've had a good podcast voice so far. You do. So the ASMR. Th- thank, yeah. you to, thank you to all them. Uh, I, I also it. said he could fill up the negative space and be kind of annoying.
1: Yeah. Hey, I'd like <laughs> to say
0: mission accomplished. He's not
2: wrong, bro. I, no, I, yeah. you like to talk, man. You that's why, like I, that's, why I, that's why I wanted you on.
1: Yeah, so it's perfect. Yeah. But, yeah, it's it's cool that we, I mean, we were talking about this last December. No, like twenty. 21 December it came about. So I mean just to like finally do it and be a full season through it. It's fucking awesome. We thought of it
2: a long time ago. Yeah. But it didn't really come to fruition until we got the building. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like we didn't we couldn't take it serious or anything at that point. Yeah. Uh you're fresh off uh making like a new venture I guess uh sincerely signed. Oh yeah. Talk about that a little bit.
1: Um so that that originally started with honestly not wanting to pay people for cover arts that's how it started um it was just I was I mean not that I have a shit ton of money now but um, it was just a high school kid trying to make music already like paying for studio time doing all of that I didn't want to pay for other stuff too so yeah. I just started kind of finding pictures and stuff that I liked and would just add a font and then that slowly turned into me adding filters to the pictures and uh over the years especially since uh starting at take a chance it was uh meeting a lot of new artists uh it was a like like the pod was another way to express myself and it was really cool like starting to do like logo type stuff uh starting to do album covers because i had only been doing like singles Peace out, dog. you out two six happy birthday man Adios, again. happy birthday have a good day i'll see you thursday brody <laughs> Um. But yeah, no, it's just awesome. I've been able to do some cover arts and album art for uh, a few different people, such as.
2: See what you did there. You said I'll see you Thursday because he has a surprise birthday. Oh yeah, yeah, tomorrow. yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I've been doing that all <laughs> no, day. No, no, you said I'll see so you Thursday. Oh,
1: you deserve yeah, a day off, sis. <laughs> nah. Um. But yeah. uh <laughs> That just took me off, but that was funny. Um, I've been able to do some cover arts for. Not just singles, but albums. You know, uh, I did. Um, just did Juan Donovan's last Juan album. Donovan. Yeah. I did. Uh, Who ate Cusco? I, Who ate Cusco? I did. Um, I'm not gonna say the name of the project, but uh,
0: Two Six has a project coming out later this year that I did the cover art for. Uh, that is not only one of the best projects, but like that cover art goes so hard. Oh yeah, yeah.
1: you you like the two, yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, it's just it's fun. You know, it's a good time. And I like when I'm doing one, I lock the fuck in. My last, uh, the crowd control, my last album, crowd control cover art was that every single release that I have put out since 21901, I believe, was all me. We're going to touch on that. Yeah. So like uh, all the singles and any project that I've had. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Unless it was and also like probably a lot of my features too.
2: So you just always enjoy doing it?
1: Oh, it's fun. It's just a good time, and I like yeah. I like when I have a vision for something, yeah. and it comes out, and Devin can relate to that, because Devin's mm-hmm. done those shit, too, and I, I feel like Colton could relate to that, too, when yeah. he has a vision in his head for a design. Yeah, so it's just always fun.
2: Hell yeah, hell yeah. Um, A little bit into your upbringing, you know. Mm-hmm. You're a big pro wrestling fan. Fuck yeah. Who are your top five wrestlers of all time? No, oh, no, no, give me your Mount Rushmore, your top four
1: my personal who i think the work with are. with influence No, your top four my top four um number one no doubt always jeff hardy I coolest wrestler it. he's just cool bro like even if even <laughs> if you uh like grew out of wrestling you can admit that jeff hardy was just like the coolest dude, did you dude. ever
0: listen to jeff hardy's album yeah i didn't like it I'm dude there. i liked it's it this is like alternative it.
1: yeah um uh, I'll throw Edge in there. okay Edge was always—I just always thought he was cool, even as a like. It, I liked him as a bad guy. The That's rated r him. Superstar. Yeah, he's sick. Um, Better as a heel. Yeah, I agree. uh Undertaker, in my opinion, the goat, greatest of all time. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, and I'm not gonna—I'm not gonna do a fourth because there's so many other guys. So nope. Like, right, so I going right. to do works. a fourth. I was gonna throw out a bunch of different names. Nope, pick okay, one. Okay. So, uh, I'll throw CM Punk in there. Okay. Chicago so like, made Punk? That's, Triple H. That's, Randy
2: your, that's your personal favorite.
1: Tell who I think Mount Rushmore is.
2: Who do you think, like, the best influence or, like, like make the most stars? impact? Yeah. Because, like, that was your personal favorite.
1: I think if you're outside of wrestling, if you're just like, oh, that guy used to be a wrestler, it's The Rock. It yeah. 100% is. Yeah.
0: Okay. He just has that star power. As a pro wrestling fan,
1: I think the biggest star in the history of pro wrestling is Stone Cold Steve Austin or John Cena.
0: You look at, I you, think uh, dude Stone Cold brought in like the attitude era,
1: but hear me out. If you look at like, it's just like rap, how Wayne had his three years. Eminem had his three years. Kanye had his two or three years, whatever being the guy. Drake has been the guy for 10 years. Undertaker had his shit where he was the guy. The rock had his shit where he was the guy. Stone Cold, uh, triple H had their time. John Cena was the guy for 10 years. Yeah. So, and still, anytime you see it just so... Ha- like, if Cena's returning, spike in the ratings.
2: I think Hulk Hogan has a huge influence on... I agree. Everyone knows who Hulk Hogan movie. is. I or think Macho
1: Man. Macho Man too. I think pro wrestling, Mount Rushmore, I always... Or...
2: Uh, Ric Flair. I was just going to say one.
1: Ric Flair. If I, I'm going to just name, the, in my opinion, the eight, because I do two for each era. Okay. So, like, 80s, 90s. Yeah, yeah. So... Flair, Hogan, okay, Rock, Austin, Triple H, and uh, Undertaker, and then I'm Shawn Michaels and Cena.
2: I was gonna say Shawn Michaels got to be in there somewhere. Yeah,
1: I, I could you could switch Shawn Michaels and Triple H on it. Yeah. Like Triple yeah. H could be like yeah. I and, would probably switch. Odds him. are Roman Reigns will probably be there one day too. Acknowledge him.
2: I was also <laughs> a big fan <laughs> way back in the day. That's how weird. Yeah, but I'm not. As big of a fan as this, this guy's still into it. Yeah, dude.
1: I mean, me and that's how we became friends back in the day. Yeah, for real. Wrestling, dude, like, That's how
0: me and Ricky were friends yeah. too. like WWE.
1: Just, I love it. I love the story I go more it, back then. It was just like I want oh, John Cena. To same up thing with New York.
2: Jamie, dude. I turned around on the bus and I was like, "Do you like WWE?" And that's how me and him became friends. And I remember <laughs> that's
0: how I met Jamie as well, dude. Will say. WWE or AEW? WWE. All right, WWE died. or TNT. TNA, TNA. That's w- what it was. Raw or SmackDown? SmackDown. Uh. <laughs> ECW or Raw? Raw. ECW was lame as shit when I was Dude, watching it. Dude, what? Back in the '90s, Dude, no. it
1: was sick. But like when I watched it, that shit was okay. Straight ass. Yeah,
0: I'll give you that. All right, ECW or NXT?
1: Old ECW or like the ECW that was like in the 2000s. You just Kelly, gotta like group them together. Titties, you gotta take the good <laughs> I'm with the I'm bad. i go if you're going base, uh, I'll go based on wrestling. I'll go NXT because my favorite current wrestler was an NXT guy, yeah. Adam Cole.
0: NXT guy. now or back when it was a game show? NXT now, <laughs> game show suck. All right, <laughs> dude. No, that's where we got Nexus.
2: Are you still suck? Are you into like boxing or like MMA? Um, this UFC? is this is gonna sound very
0: stupid. Um,
1: uh, UFC, I got into from playing the video game okay. and watching like the highlights of really of uh, tough uh, to you, uh, the to yeah. the Ultimate Fighter. <laughs> watching highlights of those, I got into UFC, and uh, but honestly, boxing. If I'm being obviously, I know like all the big names like Floyd and Tyson and Muhammad Ali, all those guys. But um, if I'm being honest, the only time I've really watched boxing, if it was like a like, like I got into it because like logan paul and jake paul were doing it if i'm being honest that's what brought my eyes to it and then but i did watch at the time of filming Javante davis fuck up ryan garcia with that (laughs) body shot i i i I literally said i was completely wrong but i said if it was a knockout i thought ryan garcia was gonna win if it went to decision i was going tank
2: but i was wrong what what other sports are you into
1: uh basketball that's that was that was always number one um who you got in the finals this year? Because I'm a Kobe Bryant fan, I'm going go to go the Lakers. And I think that they could make a run. You never know. I they think could
2: the, beat the Warriors or the Kings, whoever's... Yeah, I agree. But yeah. I think
1: the one team that could give them problems is the Suns. So I'm going Suns or Lakers out of the West. Okay. In the East, if you would have asked me two weeks ago, I would have said Milwaukee. <laughs> if you're asking me now after Jimmy, Jimmy Buckets has been just going stupid Playoff if you're asking Jimmy. me now I'll go Boston or Philly out of the East
2: Okay, I got Philly and Phoenix
1: I would say I could see Philly easily yeah I don't know if they'll win but I can see Philly what other sports you're Uh, being from Detroit when I first really started getting into like basketball and stuff the Tigers started getting good over in the MLB so I got really into baseball as well Um. Yeah, so uh, I was never really into NFL. I was more so college because I'm a big Michigan State guy. Um, Yeah, never really hockey, never really soccer. I played soccer when I was younger, but, like, everyone played soccer when they were younger.
0: I did not. Really?
1: No. You might be the first person ever. Like, everybody has played soccer at one point. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, so it was mainly basketball and baseball and anything Michigan State, whether it was basketball or football or – Baseball, or I mean, even I watched some college hockey back yeah. in the day. Uh, but yeah, shout out the Pistons, shout out the Tigers. Pistons, can you please be good for like one point in my lifetime, please? I know. Hopefully, we get Vic. Oh
0: dude, my god, the Lions are starting to get good. That like, was cool. The dude, line, that's sick. I feel like coming from Detroit, we can only ask for gambling. like one team to be good, good at, at a time. time. Here's my opinion. We just about lost that. all the players I, for like six games. I though. definitely wanted we to talk about that. We lost two some point. players. I definitely mm. wanted to talk about that. Jameson
2: betting. Williams, bro.
0: For six games.
1: This is what sucks. The way – it's it's very shitty because there were players that were betting on the NFL. I get that. You shouldn't do that.
0: No, Jamison Williams didn't did, bet.
1: Did not bet on the NFL. No. I know that. But some of the players that got suspended indefinitely, yeah. they were NFL betting. Mm-hmm. I think that – he didn't have any insider information. He might have, maybe, but like just betting in no. A sport do you know why he had nothing he, to do with
0: why he got suspended? Because he was betting. No, because he placed the bet while in I believe it was the training facility. See, that's bullshit. So NFL like, if players, he would have placed that bet like from his house. He wouldn't have been suspended.
1: NFL players can beat their wives and then play on Sunday, but you can't bet. That doesn't make that's sense not to not me. Not <laughs> fuck Roger Goodell. Good whatever the fuck his name is. Roger, what's his name?
2: You're right. Okay, Roger <laughs> you're yeah. No but all right, so you know, you're you're into sports as a kid, but like why music? What made you like want to start music? What type of music were you listening to growing up? How Honestly,
1: I just always like growing up it was a lot of Motown. It was right. a lot of temptations. Yeah. It was a lot of Michael Jackson, especially after he died. Uh it was a lot of uh whoever you, like because i have a little sister too mm-hmm. so like there were days where we're riding in the car i have to listen to justin bieber's whole album i have to listen to One are
0: you Direction's really complaining whole. about no the not Bieber? now because I, I i
1: think overall listening to those type of
0: musics has helped me well do a lot of different shit siren Go ahead. do you remember where you were when michael jackson died yes yeah right i do I, I was like just cuz I do and it's just like crazy cuz I was young I think I've only, i only have a couple of those moments and that's like what that's one of like those first moments for me though mm-hmm. that like I remember where I was I agree when I died when he died I agree
1: I would I would say the same thing for me uh, the other one celebrity that passed away and it was like oh shit I was really young so I didn't say oh shit obviously but like <laughs> I was <laughs> uh, I remember where I was I was riding to the zoo which is kind of ironic and it popped up on the radio that Steve Irwin had died.
2: I thought he was gonna say Harambe. <laughs> no, <laughs> dude, that was
0: nah, a rough. Steve, death. Steve Irwin sucked. I was too Life young, has man. gone downhill since Harambe died. <laughs> I was, I, <laughs> I was really uh, young 16. at the
1: time, so it really didn't like hit me, Steve Irwin. But like over the years, especially because back then I was all about playing with my animals and shit like that. Yeah. So like, and animals were my shit, yeah. like for real. So Steve Irwin. Uh, yeah, Kobe Bryant, Juice World, there's a bunch of them. But uh, growing up, certain music, it was uh, Uncle Cracker. I was listening yeah. to Uncle Cracker, which was so fucking cool for me because he did the uh, Uncle Sam jam a few years ago. Yeah. And I literally snuck away from my friends just so I can go find a place in that crowd and listen to those. Because <laughs> we were all in high school when it happened. And yeah. It's not really, oh, you're going to listen to Uncle Cracker? Yeah, bro, I grew up on that <laughs> shit. So yeah, Uncle Cracker. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, a lot, of, a lot of temptations. My girl ain't too proud to bag, uh. Jackson Five. Even though, with Jackson Five, I didn't necessarily know Michael Jackson. The day I found out Michael Jackson was when my mom turned on the TV and it said Michael Jackson died at forty. What was it? Forty nine? Something like oh, that. Yeah, fifty. It might have been fifty, but something like that. Like that's how I found out who Michael Jackson was. So, but yeah, a lot of Mike and slowly started to get into rap. Like, I mean, everyone. If you grow up in Michigan, you know who Eminem is. Mm -hmm. So Eminem. You grew up anywhere, you know who Eminem is? Uh, Honestly, a lot of Kid Rock. My aunt's a big fan, so. I was like, I had a lot of Kid Rock, My aunt is a big. Toby Keith, that was another Mm -hmm. one. Yeah, so. Yeah, a little bit. Mostly country and, like, old Motown type stuff. Yeah.
2: So when did rap come into the play? What first rappers were you, like, getting put on to?
0: Probably, well. Eminem. Uh, Do you remember your first Eminem song?
1: It was probably, honestly, I knew Lose Yourself, but I didn't know it was Eminem. The first song that I knew and was like, oh, this is by the Eminem guy was Not Afraid. So I
0: knew Lose Yourself first, but Not Afraid being a hit. I remember like that being when I was a rookie. See, runner. I don't even know if I remember like Lose Yourself. For me, it was probably Love the Way You Lie.
1: Love the Way You Lie is another one, too.
0: But yeah, uh, Lose Yourself I knew. Um, and
1: then... Slowly and like going into eighth grade, freshman year. Because mm-hmm. before that specifically, it was Eminem. Like that was like my only rap. Maybe a little bit of like Ludacris or somewhere in there or like uh, like features and pop songs. Like Nelly, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I remember my freshman year in high school and uh, Drake dissed Eminem. I mean, Drake dissed Meek Mill. And I was like, oh fuck. Like, was that, that charged up? No, um, back to back, back to back. Yeah, and I remember everyone just like kind of singing it, like like I remember people I was hanging out with were just like rapping to it and shit. And I was like, yeah, the song's cold. And then I wanted, like, I started to get to know the lyrics. And then mm-hmm. I listened to all Drake's old shit, and then like came into views, and that's when I've like fully kind of went into music. And then Summer Sixteen happened, and that was that was that was big. And the me wanted to be like great song. Doing something yeah, I was gonna say music. like the early music days. Yeah, like,
2: what when. Did you, like, first start recording or writing?
1: Um, if I'm being honest, and I will be, I'll be honest, um, there was, and I've said this on other episodes, there were rappers that went to my school, and when I was in high school, mm-hmm. and, uh, I was always, like, in the back of my head, like, oh, it'd be so cool to be, like, a famous rapper, or, like, you be a big singer, or something like that, but, I never realized how fucking easy it was. Yeah. You literally need a mic yeah. and, like, a computer or something to upload it to.
0: Yeah. And some skill. I've yeah, heard a little bit bad of rappers that have all of that shit. I agree. But,
1: like, it, bro, I'm not saying it had to be good songs. But in order to put out any music, you needed a mic and a laptop. That's all you needed. So... I never realized that how easy it was so then when i have people i go to high school with putting out music like i remember in eighth grade when like the kid from my school i heard one of his songs and stuff and then growing up like him coming out with more music and uh eventually i went to one of them and like told him like i would love to do some shit like this and i think he kind of was like yeah yeah, yeah maybe yeah something yeah. Sort of, like he kind of blew me off but i was like happy excited about it because i wanted to do music my the first song I ever wrote was actually in 2011 it was my cousin had graduated from high school Mm -hmm. and my little sister asked me if I wanted to help her write a song for to perform like at the grab party so it was it was instead of baby it was to the tune of Justin Bieber baby but it was Courtney and we you remember my cousin Courtney I think Yeah, Yeah. yeah. yeah um so we did that song and that was probably the first song i ever wrote but uh yeah it didn't i was like excited but i didn't start doing any music till 2019 and that was with uh a guy named rose 239 that's where it all started he texted me well actually he texted my cousin to do some music and my cousin was down and then uh my my cousin told me about it and i texted ricky like yeah i've been wanting to do this too so ricky's like yeah you're good and i had already been being called Lil siren because
2: i before you even started rapping, mm -hmm. my friend
1: (laughs) a friend of mine told me i should quit basketball and just do rapping and he started giving me stupid ass names such as something quesadilla something pop tar i've said this in like almost any interview i've done but uh yeah and i was and then he said or Lil siren and for some reason this it stuck with me i was like that's that's kind of catchy well, why why little siren and he said one it's dumb and two in your songs you could wee woo wee woo so then it kind of started to be like people would call me siren or wee woo or little siren like it just happened so mm. when i got cut from basketball my junior year uh i literally uh like posted and i was like uh something like jokingly time to focus on my music career like don't i, I don't do basketball time to yeah. do something in music so i already had the name picked out so when ricky asked me what my name was going to be i said low siren and then i went to his house recorded it my cousin backed out and that song ended up becoming heartbreaker and uh oh, that song <laughs> Devin's one of the, have you, did you hear it?
2: I've heard that song Oh, it's it. horrible.
1: It's <laughs> so I was bad. like,
0: it's probably as iconic as TikTok thoughts.
1: It is. It's up there. Uh, and don't get me wrong. I don't think that the, I mean, it was the best we could do at that time. Yeah. It honestly was. Like, I don't, it's not that, like, if we re-recorded it and put actual time into it and, like, perfected the verses and stuff, it could be a really good song. Uh-huh. Like, the premise was there.
2: Yeah. The idea um, of it was dope. But mm-hmm.
1: it just yeah. executed properly. <laughs> I'll never forget. We're Maybe s-
0: we'll throw it at the end of this episode. <laughs> Maybe. Probably Do it not. right now. <laughs> I'll, I'll um, have Ricky send it to me. Um, I'll send it to you, Nate. <laughs> uh,
1: I'll never forget. My cousin ended up coming over that day that we recorded. And he walked in. We played the song. And then, like, he had heard bits and pieces because Ricky had sent us his hook. And Ricky said it, like, didn't have any auto-tune on it. So I was like, oh, okay, that's why it sounds bad. And then we <laughs> recorded it, and it didn't sound much different. After he had, like, mixed it, even yeah. though that's not what he called it back then because we didn't even know those terms yet. And then my cousin said, you need to put some Tune on it. And Ricky's like, oh, it's already there. And me and Archie were like, oh, okay. <laughs> so and that ended up happening. And, uh, yeah, that that will always be the homie, though. Like, that, starting off those early days, that, that's the day one for sure. And I'm hoping, because he told me not too long ago that he's going to be home in a couple weeks or something or, like, a month. I'm hoping we can get him on an episode.
2: You have came a long way from uh... – Definitely, yeah, even in the
1: like, bro, even in the last two years, like, if you look at my music two years ago to compare what I have, like, in the vault and out now, I've been making, I've been getting way better,
0: dude. Any reason you're hoarding it in the vault? (sighs) Too many people for the right time. I don't, this is the thing, I have homies
1: that are dropping projects and working on projects, and they have expected dates. So, I like, we'll talk about the project that's coming out in May next in a little bit, I mean, but. Like, I had to specific like, look around and see where would be a good spot to put it. Yeah. I didn't want to take it away from anything, and I didn't want anyone's album to take away from ours. Yeah. So I'm not trying to – there's a few of my – such as Casey Cash and such as uh, probably the Dons, because I think Rob has two separate – two different projects coming out this year. 2-6 uh, has a bunch of projects coming out this year. I don't want to take away from anybody. Yeah. So it might – something's in the works right now for a project, and – it, 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 sometime this
2: year. Yeah. Uh, what were you doing before? Take a chance to like where were where were you recording?
1: Um, my first, the original project called Alert was at the first place I ever recorded was Ricky's parents' bedroom. Okay. On a, on, <laughs> on, on, bro, dead ass. Like up on one of those uh, you know those skinny computer mics that are like a pen, yeah. like they're like skinny yeah. like a pencil. Yeah. That's what we recorded that song on. All right um after that i had text i had saw this guy that was making music and uh he was getting some love for his music and his the song like it was doing great on soundcloud and stuff and i Mm -hmm. saw he was downriver michigan so i dm'd him and i was like yo enjoy the news i I really like the new song i would love i do music too i would love to work with you text me back like yeah bro like i'm so down like let's get something popping and he was i was like okay cool where you live at and he was like, And I was like, oh, perfect. Like, yeah, this could be dope. And he goes, Will, it's fucking Matt Thompson, like from St. Sands. Me and him used to play basketball <laughs> together. So went to his house, recorded a song in his sauna. He had like phone what the phone set up in his sauna. Yeah. Uh, and then we met another rapper named Q-Dub who's worked with some yeah, of the yeah. other artists from my school, went out to his studio, did a song. And then after that, all the other songs for that project was at One Grains, who I had met through, I don't know I think he might have I I can't remember if I just found him or he DM'd me or something and told me that he did engineering or mm. something like that so that I can't remember He's in my grade. Yeah, I can't remember exactly how that that uh relationship got started but yeah, that whole first project was one with with uh One grain in his basement.
2: Yeah, so 21901 Tell me a little bit about that. Mhm.
1: So just uh it was kind of like coming off alert. It was, uh, I had some done some good features with people on that project, and uh,
2: you were working a, with him,
1: no, not on alert, no, no, not with him. So like, no, 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 I know. I, I, there's like a story yeah, behind yeah. it, so one sec. Um, and I'm, yeah, it'll lead into that, but uh, working on alert, met some people, did a couple, did like one single after alert, and then did two features with Ricky yeah. for that, like till following October Mm -hmm. and in May getting ready to graduate it was my last day of school I was out with friends like uh, like excited that we were all about to graduate and stuff and Mm -hmm. I got uh, my uncle had passed away that night and I don't I think I was already in a funk but it was the first person like friend family People like that I genu- like had a relationship with. Like, There's like
2: significant death. passing in your family. Yeah, trauma.
1: yeah. So, um, yeah, that was hard. And then it kind of like I kind of pushed away from music. I was already in a funk, so that didn't help. And uh, I was I was dating a girl at the time during uh, the last couple months of high school, and that wasn't it. Didn't work out. So there was just a lot of shit going on. And uh, then I. Just so happened to be scrolling through Instagram one day, and I saw PJ Fuentes at the time. Mm-hmm. Post who ate Cusco now? Who ate Cusco now? Who ate Cusco now? Post a event that he was being a part of called a Nightmare Park mm-hmm. from Chasey the Illist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I texted PJ to see if there was any opening act slots open mm-hmm. still. I believe there was. I was locked in for that. And then I had talked to Chasey, and Chasey told me that if someone couldn't perform of the headliners, I would get moved up. So I was like, "Cool, perfect, like whatever." Ended up uh, doing that show,
0: performing with Ricky. Ricky, yeah, he was yeah. up there I was too, like, because that's why I pulled up. Yeah,
1: and then I even the day that uh, one of the song, one of the two songs I had done with Ricky was called "Wet." I was at his house. I think that was the first night I met you.
0: It might have been, yeah, yeah.
1: Because I think we, I knew who you were because I had seen you in school, but we had never like. Yeah. I, well, I was like, I, I, I think,
0: think I mixed wet.
1: No, I think Ricky did. I'm you p- might be. No, I'm you pretty sure I mixed wet. Yeah, because I think he might have done sugar or whatever it was called. I think it was sugar.
0: No, Ricky did sugar. I did wet. Okay, so what He um. We were at those his are house. Good songs, by the way. I forgot about some of those. I like, like those classics songs on too. Yeah. Um, we uh.
1: We went to his house after we we recorded at Ricky's, and then me and him. I remember vividly arguing with Ricky about who gets to put out the song. And then out of nowhere, I got a notification on my phone. I opened my phone. Rose drops new song to like on like the SoundCloud notification I was like what the fuck I was so mad and Devin's just dying laughing so uh I was
0: like not my song I don't give a shit
1: so I got to perform that with Ricky and then I actually performed uh, a song off Alert on the block who uh with Who Ate Cusco uh and then I actually had done another song with Who Ate Cusco right after Alert but um yeah, so that kind of got my, it got my juices flowing again. Yeah. It got me excited to do more music. Yeah. And then it started going with him. Okay. And uh, if it wasn't for him, first of all, I know it was called, uh, I know it was my album, but he had just as so much influence on it that I did. Uh, if, if it wasn't for him, none of those songs would have got finished. Uh, well, and Don't I, ask about my mixes back then. <laughs> they are what they are diff- now. It was a different time. But, uh, I was learning. No, those, it was just fun.
0: We were all making music we were just enjoying it we were dude that making that album was crazy because like Earlier in that month we were like, hey, let's throw a festival Which we'll get to more in a second, but like we wanted to finish this album before the festival Mm -hmm. so all of a sudden we had this like three-week deadline where we're just like cramming and like the week of the festival Will was probably at my aunt's house recording every night besides the last night. Every night for probably a good at least like 5 or 6 hours. Cuz I would say we had 5, we
1: might have had like 3 done going in and we might have had like two more started. Mm-hmm. We still and we ended up doing seven more songs. So like that was all that month we were just cramming, 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 cramming trying to get it all done. And if it wasn't for him it wouldn't have got done. Yeah. Cuz if like if he if for some reason he couldn't record like there was nothing I could do. Which
0: they were literally like late to sound check, him and Ricky trying we, to drop his We were finishing album.
1: the last song. We were sitting in my living room uh, doing the song that he's on on my album, uh, Smoke, the remix to Smoke. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So we he finished mixing that, posted the album, went to sound check like, to get it out. So we did sound. I remember like, yelling at them because oh, they yeah. were like an hour fucking remember, late. My <laughs> cousin and my homie, uh, Sean Don, who was an opening mm-hmm. act at Siren Fest, yeah. he they were there before me. And it was. It's called fucking Siren Fest. <laughs> it wasn't. We were just. We were trying to do it. And to this day, I still think my cousin thinks I was sitting because I told him that we had gone to McDonald's and did it. But no, I was sitting in my living room. So sorry, RJ. But yeah, Siren Fest. I mean, honestly, that that ranks up there for me. as yeah. Is like a something I'm very fucking proud of. Yeah. Uh, you put it together. Yeah. It was. It was. I know it was called Siren Fest, but like this dude, Ricky us like us three put our heads together and i think we made a pretty good event for what we could do at the time you know uh it was it was a fun night we had uh i did a set ricky did a set Casey Ellis pulled up and did a couple songs Mm. rare image did a set uh the trios shout out twan shout out d1 they both uh they were up there performing uh we had a bunch of opening acts shout out uh vinnie price shout out sean don i'm not shouting out the rest of them um but yeah so like it was just it was just fun it was yeah. just a great event and yeah. i it, like it made me want to strive it got my I, I thought i was burnt i thought i was burnt after two, 1901 i needed a break and uh then when doing that show juice started getting flowing again like right away it was so weird just a little bit of something to spark that inspiration and you're good
2: so what came after Siren Fest?
1: Uh, Joe Jack. I believe. love it. Yeah. How'd that come about? So we had done Siren Fest on December 20th, uh, November, November 23rd, 2019. Coming up on four years, which is fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. Um we might have to throw another for like the fifth I would love anniversary. I would love to. I would love to. But I remember exactly what I said, feeling burnt. I was like, I need a break. I'm going to take a break. I just need a mental reboot yeah. like to chill, not write music, not worry about it. Got a call from Joe because I had met him, and he actually mixed one of the songs on 21901 and mixed uh, a diss track on a kid. So which, the guy that diss track, he, you know who you are. You're still my homie. We're cool now. That's the dude. But, um, yeah, so me and him had known each other. Mm-hmm. We had met through some of the other – because I met Joe through – leeway and snowball god and strad who all recorded at my school (coughs) leeway actually picked me up from school that day and took me to meet like to go record with joe so yeah so we had like we knew each other we had each other's number and he called me and told me that he was opening in the studio and needed some new clients so that another thing got my juices flowing so i started recording with him and uh i thought personally and this was nothing against Devin or One Grain or anybody that makes my songs. It's more so about how I felt about my writing. Mm-hmm. The, I, those were my best songs I had came out with at the time. Do you I don't know, would you agree with that? Those yeah. those works. Um so doing those, it was I felt confident. I felt excited. Like I was like, oh fuck. And then bam, COVID hits. Can't go anywhere, can't mm-hmm. go to the studio. And I was jealous because and this is nothing against them but joe i think i don't know if he stayed with people or something like that but he was like joe had swaino up at house of hits and stuff yeah. he fucking swaino was at strad's house with strad recording music like yeah. like at least every like 2 days or something like that so they're going they're still going and i'm just stuck it sucked so then when they finally lifted i went back to joe's i think two more times and then it closed
0: and then I was just kind of scrambling for a while, no idea where I was recording. I think after, I remember you hit me up. It was like, "I'll give you money," and I was like, "I just don't have the time right now." Exactly, uh, like all the. Peop- I was like, oh, you know, I would." Yeah, all the people that I've worked with and stuff, like
1: like one grain me and me and one grain really hadn't been talking. Rich young boy stopped kind of doing music. Uh, Q Dub Studio was out in Sterling Heights. Wasn't gonna use Ricky's uh, computer mic, so like it was kind of it stopped for a little bit and. Uh, that would fast forward to, I think, 2021, the summer of 2021. I found a studio and was able to go record. And that was the first time making music in almost a year, I believe.
2: That was Take a Chance?
1: No, it was Parallel Studios in right. Sterling Heights. Yeah. And that was, I did a song called Ghosted Me that ended up being cut and redo, redone at yeah. with Chance. Yeah. And then I did a song, No Smoke, which I would have loved to redo with Chance, but Who, we
2: Who was Pick It Up with?
1: Joe. Joe, that was with Joe.
2: Yeah, was that your first music video?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, it was uh rare image shot. It. Yep, that yeah. was the first music video I shot. Mm-hmm. And we had uh, currency clothing sponsoring. It was uh, sponsoring. No. Endors. Endorsing. I was where I was rocking currency you the whole video. Him. Yeah. Yeah. And and he came through and got in the video and stuff. And we had a little, which promo is actually
0: clothing. how I, like. Not met Colton, but, like, re-met Colton. Began working with him. Like, obviously, I knew Colton from high school, but, like, that's kind of where, like, we started working together. Yeah,
1: so you're welcome, Devin and Colton. It was all because of the little Siren music video.
2: (laughs) So when does Take a Chance come into the play? When did you meet Chance? Um, How did you find out about Take a Chance?
1: It was a little bit after Parallel. I Uh, shot the
0: video with you for No Smoke. And I... We had a lot of issues with that video, too. Like getting the audio files. That's why
1: I had. To, I. That's why I was like, okay, need a new studio, because yeah. I mean,
0: like, I was like that bro. video probably would have came out like two weeks sooner, like had I gotten the audio file. Mm-hmm.
1: And shout out, like, I mean, Parallel, they can do their thing. I don't think it was anything like they were bad. I think that they just weren't familiar with me as an artist, so that's why it took a while to kind of make yeah. it sound right. So it's nothing against them. they're doing their thing. I hope they continue to prosper, but, uh, yeah, it was just a hassle getting the final mix back for that video. And it took a while. And then in between filming and getting the song for the video, Mm -hmm. uh, I met, I got, I think I had posted need a new studio, like looking for something. If you know one slide up, you slid up and go, (laughs) he's like, I don't remember that and go, uh, my homie Chance just opened the studio. I spit like a bitch. Yeah, just My homie Chance opened the studio, and uh, he's looking for new clients and stuff like that. Like, come, like hit him up. And I, I'd met Chance a couple times yeah. uh, through, like, PJ and some people's, too. So uh, School store. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, and the school store as well, yeah. Uh, So, yeah, him, uh Nate hitting me up and being like, yeah, this is open. It wasn't that far. It was, like, a 15-minute ride from where I live at. So I was like, oh, bet. Perfect. So I went there, and there's something about it. I feel like, and honestly, like, at least for me, it just felt like it clicked. Like yeah. it worked. We vibed we're off just, each other. It were just comfortable as soon as mm-hmm. you got there. It worked. And even, like, I remember first time recording at Parallel or Joe's or whoever, or your house, whoever I recorded with. I was nervous that first song. Yeah. Chances it just felt right. Really? It felt natural. So What was the first song you did? i can't tell you what i did that first session i can't remember i don't even know if i recorded one that first session i believe the first song i did was a song that was uh called to the ceiling and it was me
2: i was you just read my mind i was thinking i was like that might have been the first i think it was i didn't want to say anything i was like i
0: thought you would have sent me it
2: i probably would have but i mean yeah i I have
0: it i definitely have it i have it
1: somewhere um the original people on that song was me you and uh sean yeah and that was originally i think a beat you just liked and you were just
2: recording and then you yeah, realized I was recording and i was like uh i was like all right i want you guys to hop on and see what can happen
1: so i did uh i think a 12 or something like that and uh then the beat switch Don went in there on some crazy auto tune trying to do his best little baby impression Don got some heat that's a homie for sure
0: for real yeah that's a butt. but uh he do got some
1: heat. Uh, Sean texted me the next day and was like, yo, cut my shit. Like He just didn't like it. Yeah. So then Chance ended up hopping on it. And that was actually, it almost became one of the songs on the first album I did with Chance. But we ended up cutting it because I think we have a little bit better music that on that album. I thought maybe if we re- re-recorded it, it would yeah. have been better. But yeah, so it led into that first project with Chance.
2: Crowd control? Mm-hmm.
1: And that, I think... Each of my albums, at least to me, even if you, like, they were at different points in my life, but they each meant something different to me. Yeah. Alert was getting my name out there. Was starting to, like, kind of trying to put a little bit of respect on it's my name. God done, damn it, bro. <laughs> uh, trying to get a little <laughs> bit respect on my name for that and, like, start to make my name a little bit more known. Basically, I was, a lot of people didn't fuck with Heartbreaker and mm-hmm. Alert became, like, Okay. This is kind of like uh, I want I want people to like me, so let's put out some good music. That's what that was. Yeah. 21901 was getting back in the groove of things. 21901 was more personal. I talk about my uncle passing in that album, like I talk about a lot of different shit. I talk about that first year making music and how I like really? adapted and like tried to grow to be better.
0: Dude, one of your favorite songs or one of my favorite songs of yours is on that first album. I what is it? With you?
1: Yeah, it's one of my least favorite songs I've ever done. Dude, Evan no, but
0: it. picture you recording that now with Chance.
1: Could be heat. Could be perfect. But it was just, it, I wasn't singing it right, and I no offense to one grain, but I think Chance has a better, like...
0: Mix. B- yeah, mix. Be- one not grain. even the better mix, just a better sense of your voice. Yeah. Just from working together so much. Yeah. I mean, bro, not even... Even
1: if you don't want to talk about
0: music, like, just me being in here and
1: talking to him. Like, I bet he picks up on that shit. Yeah. That dude's smart, but... Crowd control was really a, like, bro, I had put out two projects. I had done my own show. I think I, not to say I'm huge, but I thought maybe I should deserve a little bit respect. Like, like I could make a good music. Like, yeah. And people still were looking at me as that heartbreaker kid. So, crowd control, honestly, was a very much like, okay. Like, I don't give a fuck if you don't like me. But, like, this is, like, I can do this. Yeah. And, you guys will know once you hear this album. So working on that album, with chance having some great fucking features on that album. People I've worked with before, and new people and stuff. Uh, no
2: bias. Um, I think "No Friends" is the best song. Nate's on the I'm, album. I'm not even saying that because that's I'm a great that. song. I'm not even saying that because and that
1: song around. that that song honestly it it's my favorite one of my favorite recording stories i've ever had
2: <laughs> don't tell it don't
0: tell it. i, I, I th- can.
1: <laughs> come on it, i think twenty
0: one's one of my favorite
1: 21 21 21's a, i think that's one of my better rapping songs uh but yeah man it was just it was very much so and there had been people and i'm not gonna say names but there had been people telling me that i wasn't good enough for shit or i wasn't big enough for shit yeah. and i was like okay well i'll show you i am yeah. that's kind of how i went about that album i wanted people to kind of like hey i'm not bad like like respect me a little bit bro like i can mm. make good music so like that was that was a very uh important project to me that i knew i had to yeah. try to do my thing on it And i think i did pretty good on that album It's was my favorite body of work i put For out sure. and like working with uh with you on that album which was cool we had done another song we, we
2: can we can tell the story i guess this I is was the best si- story I was the- sitting on the couch at like three in the morning like about to go to bed and he's recording this song that's
1: not what happened
2: and is- you go nate you want to hop on this and i like i'm like kind of slumped <laughs> out i'm like yeah let's do it no nah, no nah, that's not what happened
1: he was fucking around in freestyling you were we were throwing you words and then we can't just had a random beat this is like two in the morning you're just recording and then it might have been a
2: different song, though. No, the one, no friends. I was like, I'm hopping on this one,
1: yeah. Because I go, Well, I have this hook. Oh, that if yeah, you want- yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I was right. like, but I was still slumped. It
2: was like three in the morning.
1: <laughs> He's sitting in the booth. House. He opens the door and he goes, Chance, you got anything you want me to hop on? Chance is like, I mean, not really, not right now. Like, don't really have anything in the works. It's Like, Siren, what about you? Oh, Will, you called me Will. Will, Will, what what about you? And I go, Well, I have this hook. And I, I remember,
2: I love this guy. I uh, started
1: singing it. Nate looks at me, pauses for five seconds, and goes, we're doing that one. So then I he asked me the premise of the song, and I explained it to him. And he was like, bro, why is that what I'm going through right now? And then fucking he hopped on it and knocked out a verse in like 20 minutes. Yeah, so that, that one was fun. Uh, Jacob Dotson was a good time working on. Uh, What's your favorite feature on the album? So I got my. I got my first I ever hate that my straight. first ever song that I came out with two six is on that album. That I, that I like two six as a feature was on that album. It was called ba- uh, Basics. I did a song with Rose Two Three Nine called Bright. I did a song called Camp Rock with HBR. Uh, Bright
0: might be my second. Favorite Bright's the up album. there for
1: me. I think that's that was one of those sleepers. Dude, I was album. so
0: mad when I heard that one. I go back like, and listen
1: to it. I think that's a good song. Um, that was
0: like dead in the middle of like me and Ricky's joint album. So I was like, why the fuck did that not come to me? Oh no, it was great.
1: I, I, thank you, thank you, Ricky. Uh, but working with you on No Friends, uh, working with the the one that surprised me the most was Dot. That one was crazy. <laughs> Ghost. Yeah, uh, Ghost to me. Ghost to me. Yeah, he just came through to hang out it was before he was living there uh, he just came through to hang out and uh, I was just sitting there and I had Ghost in Me recorded with Parallel and I hated it Yeah. so then I just looked at him I was like bro what do you think like let me sing this for you and see what you can do and he goes okay bet so i go in there i sing it he kind of gets what i'm going for but then he goes let me switch a couple things up and he goes in there and just fucking kills it like like first try just were you there doesn't
2: take it serious enough i tell him someone
1: was there with us i think it might have been it could have been sean i wasn't there it could have been sean because i remember being like like looking at somebody that wasn't chance and looking at somebody and being like damn like he was just killing us yeah so yeah, that that was the most surprising favorite, probably Nate and you, know, you and me. I think No Friends is one of my best songs I've ever done. Feels a little biased. No, no,
2: I would tell him to his face if I didn't no. like it. Because I've told him like certain songs that I just don't like of of his. I'm honest with him. I would like, do the I same was with like, them. Dude, no, like this is the one I want to hop on.
1: Yeah, no, that was that was a that was a fun night, and that's that's probably my favorite. Feature Not on too
2: long after we got you on. That. No hard feelings too.: Oh yeah. That I was... wasn't even supposed to be on the song and somehow it made no hard feelings too. I walked in <laughs> and him and chance are ma- him and chance are making a song.: We were and just then I was like, let me hop on this, and chance t- couldn't believe in my punching ability, so:
1: That might have been one of the first times chance like really
2: punched. Like he didn't write
1: down shit for that.: I was song. telling
2: chance. I was like, dude, you can punch bro. He did not
1: write bro, he went in there and went bar for bar. Now that's all oh. he does. Yeah, I know. for real. So like, uh, I told him I was like, dude, you can
2: do that. Yeah, you can do it. Trust me. Just go in there. What whatever you would write, just say it.
1: Yeah. It, I just to show you how much this. Am I pointing at the right one? Yeah. This project means to me. When signing up for Camp Currency this year, yeah, I put that as one of my biggest accomplishments in music. Oh yeah, I love that that's album. Dope. Dude, and I love that album. The fact that not only I was—I didn't think I was capable to do something. like that. It's a beautiful <laughs> album. The, the fact, album. the fact that I was able to be on it. And kind of be behind it And watching it happen Yeah It's fucking beautiful man Like it's just
2: The the thing is I don't even like To get super serious I just I don't know
1: It's a great But but you should Like I said uh, Like you should never Like you Obviously you gotta Keep striving And get bigger But like You should Be proud of yourself For your accomplishments
2: No no, I'm proud of it That's a beautiful album The way it came out Was It's it's really dope But it's like There was no intention To make an album That was like Dope like Yeah
1: features on there killed it it yeah, was a, no, it was a good a very pattern. good album yeah
2: i love that album like i think there's some hits on there but there's just, i just don't take music serious and ever promote my stuff enough to yeah. actually it
1: happened organically to that song yeah. what's the what's the reason we were just yeah. bored waiting for you yeah nice i just pulled up yeah
2: yeah let me hop in this yeah <laughs>
1: it was that's a good one what's the reason freestyle uh funny story about one of the songs on that album
2: uh, no hard feelings too mm-hmm.
1: i found a beat Loved it. It was like that hype type shit that oh, I like doing. Know this. Hype shit. Love doing it. Started writing to it. Wrote like, I think like a hook and like half a verse to it. Then all of a sudden, in one of the TAC group chats, Chance puts a song. Or it might have been you. One of the two. Chance puts a song. It was him or Chance. Someone put a song in the chat. And I played it. Praise God, bro. I was like, motherfucker. That's the <laughs> intro of the song. That was the legit same beat. And it was just so, like, I was like, I've heard almost every song on this project. How have I not heard that one yet?
2: That was the one we were waiting on.
1: Yeah, that was the only one I hadn't heard. And it's, now it's one of my favorites.
2: That's, like, my least favorite song on the whole. Best song on the one album. Juan killed it, but that's just, like, my least favorite yeah. song on the Yeah, personally,
1: I, lo- I mean, Buster Reason, obviously, he's going to be up there because I'm on it. But no kidding. Love that song. What? That's what? I think it's the catchiest.
2: You know what's crazy about that album is I've heard people say they like the first half a lot. not so much the second half and i've also heard people say they don't like the first half much but they like the second half so i'm like so i'm touching like everyone
1: i honestly i would probably be second half really the first half is hard don't get me wrong but like the type of first
0: first the type of rap
1: music that i like because you guys i grew up i grew up listening like when i got into rap was drake migos uzi those type of guys you guys were listening to like mac miller j cole and kendrick you guys looked for more shit like that correct i've been yeah but like that's it's so diverse that's a valid statement right yeah so like me hearing those hyper shit towards the bottom that's gonna bring me in more yeah but especially working with you guys like i've gotten more into that style of music and shit so like uh jean paul Gaudier, that's one that's a great one short and sweet that's a great one uh who i want is it who i once was Yeah. yeah who i once was who I once was
0: might be one of my favorite.
1: Her favorites. hook Dude. on that song, yeah, that's just nah. a very well uh, put together actually, song.
0: Actually, it might be short and sweet. Short and sweet, I listen to it at the gym. That's all the a time. great song. Yeah, That's a great gym yeah. song. No, I yeah, love man. the
2: cassette playing at the beginning and mm-hmm. it just like just starts the album. Cause yeah, the album nah. transitions that's so a, well together.
0: That's a great. I did a music song. video for that one. Actually. Yes, you did. That was yeah, my first did. video mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. Chance. Yeah,
2: it's fact. Then not too long after that, oh, this building, yeah, comes about. Um. What was your take on this actually coming about? So I don't know for sure
1: if this is um, if this has happened yet, but a little bit over a year ago, around that, it could have been less than a year ago. It could have been a little bit over. Chance doesn't know for sure because he doesn't check his Snapchat memories every day. I was I made a bet with Chance about opening a building, mm-hmm. and I told him that a year from that day, not in a different house, not in uh like in just like upstairs at some place like a building actual like you go on google you go on it says it or like because we keep it low like we just have a you know what i mean um i would get a tattoo i would get a take a chance tattoo
2: where is it what tattoo it's not here yet exactly (laughs)
0: we're <laughs> gonna go get a tattoo gun, and we're just gonna do it on the next episode. We should have
2: did it on this episode. We should honest, a tattoo on honestly, we if I had money, I probably would. Dude,
0: do it. Honestly, we could maybe go do it like tomorrow and just pin tag him down it down without his consent.
1: Oh, that could be low key. That could be his birthday present. Chances Ooh. tattoo the tac tattoo like we go to the crib tomorrow and i just show him it by the way i was supposed to fucking text erica when chance left i won't be
2: i won't be able to make the tattoo appointment but i'll be at chances to look at the tattoo yeah i gotta figure out (laughs)
1: anyways but maybe we'll talk about it but um you know a lot of happened leading up to that building and shit you know uh you know it was just it was it was like i remember i was in the car with another rapper got money moves Mm gaff i was with him got a text better get tatted and just a picture of a key in his hand (laughs) and i called him and i was like what the fuck because he had told me there was other plate like there's been talks for a building like he had talked to some other people and stuff like that so like the fact that it was really happening i was like oh my god like holy shit we're getting like we're out the crib bro and don't get me wrong that crib is fucking amazing like that he studio was nice it me. was a vibe bro it, it bro. was yeah like he chance did absolutely he felt at home yeah for obviously yeah he fucking like it was his bedroom bro and he made that shit feel like in a legit studio yeah like it was it was the best job he could have done in that in a bedroom yeah. you know so i mean bro being here with both of y'all painting these walls scrubbing the walls uh, well, we painted walls. Going to Home Depot. I fuck you. <laughs> I, I painted Siren walls.
0: painted walls too. It's just I finished like two and a half walls in the yeah. time he did like a quarter.
1: The <laughs> thing he's not mentioning, I was here for three days painting. He was here for one. Oh, so I painted oh, this world bitch.
0: I was like you painted I was here blue for wall the second that We don't even, even use anymore. <laughs> i know
1: yeah so i was here doing all that No, i, I painted was all the grays too. right
0: there we had crap on
1: the wall I had to, well not actual crap something was on the wall I had to scrub no, that shit crap. before we primed it oh, yeah. Cleaning the bathrooms like bro like when we first came in here that the studio that y'all know now it was a fucking wooden room there was no booth it was just no straight carpet, wood nothing. it was it was plain as shit so me like looking i looked at it I was like oh plain canvas plain canvas it's perfect like this is going to be dope we already had a plan and if y'all saw i don't know if the before or after pictures were ever posted but I if you all if were. you also saw some of the before pictures and then saw the after y'all be proud of us too <laughs> like so it was just it was awesome
2: oh yeah um do you have any like upcoming projects or events that you're doing yeah we got
1: um speaking of two six and being in the building m- me being with chance all the time if you if you're a friend of mine you wonder where i've been at next door that's where i've been like that's that's where I, I haven't been going out since spring break like i've been always here and during that time me and chance have a lot of free time in between sessions and stuff like that yeah. knocked down an album so we got a collab album coming out called green forever and the i'm gonna be honest the name of kc and chances are two six their project April showers I liked how they had it mean something to them yeah it meant like it, it made sense it was like something that they could both could relate to yeah so with green forever anybody that knows anybody that's recorded with fans, he always goes oh yeah that's green so then I green was stuck in my head originally it was green house we were because I was gonna try to make a draw like a drawing of his house and yeah. stuff and then uh, then it became um green green tomorrow i think that was the original name i remember that one. and then i said something to chance about it and he goes what about green forever there it was so that's dropping may 21st uh
0: you should do like a trilogy like green today green tomorrow green forever bro
1: tell me why i have suggested this to chance like for real like it could be if we were gonna do it though green forever should have been last Mm -hmm. it could have been like bread yesterday blue tomorrow green forever some Mm -hmm. shit you know what i mean so um yeah, so like with that, uh, I've kind of been a little bit since Crowd Control, really haven't wrote that much. Yeah. I think on that Green Forever, I've only, I only wrote one song. And that was like day up. Like I just was outside of the booth and like yeah. someone was recording. I had beats on and write. So I've been trying to get back into writing because I think, even though I think Green Forever is a great album, I think personally my best work comes from when I actually take my time and write. Yeah. So yeah so i've been trying to get back into writing and stuff so uh i'm hoping to have a i'm working on a project right now the one that i was talking about in the works i'm calling it baby blue skies and then uh i'm hoping to have that out around camp currency time so i can perform some new music uh and then i'm working on i want to work on a halloween ep and call it (laughs) Halloween. that can i tell the story of how that became like how that Mm -hmm. how that how that name uh like i found that name was Uh, it was christmas me and like my whole family like all my cousins and stuff and their my two cousins that are married their husbands my uh cousin's uh girlfriend they were (coughs) they were all there and stuff and we were just playing uh games and this game that we had it was like whoever was reading it it would be from their perspective so it was like i don't have a lion but if i had a lion what would his name be shit like that and then everyone writes it down and then Everyone goes around and votes the best answer, and uh, I think they try to pick or best answer who they think like which one was mine. So a couple of them said like Wee Woo Wednesday, Siren Sunday, uh, Siren Day, like shit like that. Mm-hmm. And I was sitting, I sat there for like three minutes trying to think of a holiday that sounded like Siren. So I'm going through, I'm like, Simus, like no. <laughs> like shit like that honestly and uh
0: saint siren time
1: yeah some some yeah same yeah i couldn't think of anything and then i was like halloween oh halloween will halloween so i wrote it down everyone laughed thought it was funny and then i was like yep that's mine so i'm like yep now i gotta do like an ep with that name and you do yeah <laughs> so yeah a lot of uh hoping to have three different uh two albums and uh a project out this year
0: so speaking of that one dropping right before Camp Currency, how's it feel to perform again? Oh yeah, um,
1: my last time performing before this would have been with the uh, Black the Friday. Black, F- Black Friday with all oh, yeah, and that was your first time since Siren Fest, no, right? No, no, I did a showcase during that summer. Showcase. Oh yeah, the yeah, showcase yeah. with uh, some people like uh, Casey Cash, uh, Who ate Cusco was there. Chance yeah. was one of the judges of the showcase. Uh, and you didn't win. No, I did not win. I did not win. There was a lot of talented people there that night, for real. Um, but, yeah, like, Hustle Made Tone was performing there. We had a lot. Of, there was a lot of different great artists there. Um, so, yeah, that was that was kind of my way to shake off the cobwebs and get ready for Camp Currency going in this past summer. And then some shit happened where I was stupid. And honestly, <laughs> if I'm being no, – like, being straight up, Crowd Control was a great project, but on, I wasn't ready. I wasn't. Yeah. I wasn't ready to get back on stage and do it in front of a bunch of people like that. I wasn't. I I – since then, I've done three different performances. Uh, I'm starting to get my back into performing, and I—I've been told I'm a pretty good performer. So, I just—it wasn't—it wasn't my time. I wasn't ready. I wasn't it, it. That whole thing that happened with me not being able to perform at Camp Currency—it made me better, and it made me more appreciative of who I got around me, yeah. and it made me realize that it's not a one-man boat. Like mm-hmm. I gotta, even though I always thought of it as a team i got to be a little bit more like appreciative of what my homies have done for me and yeah shit, it's so. more than
0: just having a team it's doing teamwork
1: exactly so when not being able to perform you know it was a blessing in disguise you mm. know uh so yeah man I'm, I'm really excited to perform at camp currency this year and uh you know uh, a lot of people that i genuinely fuck with and are close friends of mine in music that'll be performing you know rare image performing two six performing and Helping run the event, both of you, and Currency Clothing, and Colton, like, that's a homie for show. And uh, All Yeah being a part of it this year is going to be fucking awesome. And I'm really, the big reason, another big reason I'm excited for All Yeah already, because All Yeah is, like, fucking amazing. And if I didn't know them, like, the main reason I would be excited for them is I I always felt bad for Chance, because he would have to stand up after every fucking after every song. set, ever, after every set and announce who was coming yeah. next. So All Yeah, is a, that's perfect. Yeah. it works and all yeah, it's funny as shit and stuff and they're the best and they've been on they'll they're on the next episode aren't they yeah yeah that'll be number two so yeah be on the lookout for that but yeah those are those are the homies and i'm really excited for this year it's gonna be
2: a great time oh yeah wish you the best of luck for sure i appreciate that well coming down to the quick hitters oh let's
1: go i've waited fucking how many 15 episodes for this
2: like yeah yeah, 15, yeah. uh there's always room for improvement. What is your biggest weakness?
1: Um, I think I have two. I think that I can be there's been so many times where I've started a song and like been liking it, and then like kind of like can't think of anything for a second and i switch to something else mm. I, have, I have add back, that is so
0: every I, artist so i switch like or it's also me with add
1: and so. then I'll, <laughs> and i'll forget the song or like not remember the melody or like not like try and get the next day compared to when you're doing it right then it's not going to be as good in my yeah. opinion so uh working on that and then um i think executing the vision i have for the song in my head when i record yeah I think that's another big one for me. So, yeah, I, I would say uh, writing, like w- w- staying consistent and finishing a song when I start writing it, uh, executing the vision, and I think I need to put out a little bit more. It's been a while. So
2: for sure. If you could make a collab album with any artist in the music industry, who would it be? I already know what you're going to say.
1: Here's the thing the p the the, the artist i think i would mesh the best with and i think i can make something pretty fucking cool with would be maybe like a post malone that would be dope or That'd a, be an interesting album like maybe a roddy like because I, I do i do a lot of that auto tune rap so maybe yeah. him uh the one that makes the most sense and like I'd be set for fucking life if I did this. If you do a fucking song with Drake, you're set for life. If you do an album with Drake, you're good. So I would, me being personal and who I like to listen to, Drake, me uh, looking at my style of rap and who I think I would mess with, Rowdy Rich, Post Malone probably. I
2: thought you were going to say Migos.
1: I love... We, we say no one dead. We can't do dead on the album. Oh, yeah, right. I, love I the thought
2: Beatles. we did do dead. No, not no, on the for, album. That's for dead or alive, which yeah. is actually the next question. I was like,
0: because I thought I did Mac.
2: Five dinner guests dead or alive. This is
1: a thing, bro, because this is a lot of pressure. I've seen fifteen, more than 15 other people do this because of other guests being on episodes and stuff. So let's go with Kobe Bryant. Rest in peace. Michael Jackson. Jeff Hardy. I want to throw in comedian Dave Chappelle. One more. Let's go with Drake. That's what I'll go good with. Table. That's yeah. Good table. I think Chappelle would have everyone laughing their ass off. I could get some good <laughs> advice about like. Dude, getting bigger
0: We know you've been thinking about it Because you're probably the fastest person to go through all five <laughs> Yeah, so definitely like, That's normally like a 20 And I was, question And I was
1: still like thinking of other names to so sit with me uh, Gordon Ramsay Cooking, <laughs> if that's included For sure
2: If you could have anybody on the podcast as a guest Who would it be?
1: I think Dead or Alive?
2: Preferably Alive Okay um, <sighs> I mean, you can say Dead if you want, but like I'm trying to be like realistic.
1: Yeah. Uh I think it'd be person like the best music artist, it, I think a Drake or a uh maybe a little Dicky episode would be fun. A little dicky would be fun. That'd, that'd be a good time. I think I think an Uzi episode would be a great time. Uh <laughs> but if I'm going straight on comedy, Burt Kreischer. 100 percent Oh yes, uh like me and all yeah talked about how uh, how much we like Burt Kreischer and fucking like I was like
0: did you see his last special
1: yes. on Netflix? Honestly, I love Bert. I love Bert to death. My favorite probably my favorite comedian right now. Uh I thought that his last special might have been like it wasn't better than the last two before that. Uh,
0: it was The
1: Machine there. and uh, Big you, Boy. Okay,
0: you can't top the machine.
1: That that's fucking awesome. So yes, just
0: to machine hear The Machine is like a top 3 stand-up yeah, special of all time. Uh, 100%. Mm-hmm.
1: Just seeing um just to hear him tell that story. Yeah. And, uh, like just to see it come out, like in person, see him talk about that fucking would be amazing. That'd be awesome. That'd be worth the podcast episode. And, uh, you know, he's got is his movie out yet? I don't uh, think it is. I don't think it's out. He yet. has a whole movie coming out about but there's one story that he told in one of his stand-up skits called The Machine. He has a movie coming out about it. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he uh his dad is played by uh, Mark, Hamill, Mark Hamill, who yeah. plays Luke Skywalker. Mm-hmm. And fucking Star Wars growing up for me was the shit just like pro wrestling was. So like yeah, so I'm I'm definitely going to go see that movie. So comedy, Burt, music. Have Drake, you ever watched Uzi, his Dickie, podcast? Bert, the yeah. with Tom Segura. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's fucking amazing. I was like, that's a good he podcast. was just on Logan Paul's podcast
2: and it was yeah, really I fucking good. Uh personal favorite top five artists of all time.
1: Let's see
2: oh Migos. God.
1: The me here's the thing, man. Migos were I got hip to rap through Drake, but the Migos I would say from all their different styles that they can do, mm-hmm. that's I think what eventually made me want to be, like, do music. I think the Migos 100%, whether it was the auto-tune shit that uh, Quavo could do or the killer verses that Takeoff had or, like, a little bit of both from Offset, like, those guys are probably my biggest influence in music.
0: Dude, they do have some range, going from songs like Notice Me with Post Malone to, like, Bad Bougie. Even their features when you
1: hear them on other songs. Or, like, T-Shirt. Yeah, bro. They got some heat. So, like, I'll, I'll, the Migos are definitely top five. Uh, Drake. Uzi. And then, because I grew up listening to any type of music, I'll, I'll go with Bruno Mars. Because I think you can't go wrong with a Bruno Mars album. There's no. there's so many hits on Bruno Mars legend. albums.
0: Even if you, like, look at songs he wrote but doesn't sing on. Yeah. Like, he He's hits. talented as fuck. Uh,
1: and then I'll go Bieber. Because, I mean, to be honest... Since I have remember, like, being a fan of music besides, like, old shit in Motown, mm-hmm. Bieber has always been around Dude, making yeah. hits. I, I, I feel
0: that, too. When I first, like, was learning, like, guitar, I learned a bunch of Justin Bieber and Luke Bryant songs because yeah. that's the girl I liked was obsessed with. <laughs> so I was like, well, damn, I can sing like yeah, him. So th- I couldn't, but.
1: Yeah, those five. Those five for show. Like, yeah, that's if I, I could have a whole playlist just with those songs and it could be, like, a good, like, 4 hour long playlist. For sure. Uh
2: what is your favorite album with no skips?
1: And you know what's crazy? Sitting here, I always land on a different album, like mm-hmm. just like from uh like thinking of him in my yeah. head, like during every artist that's gone. Um so it always switches, but I think personally that there is not a single skip on Love's Ratio, Lozi. I don't okay. think there's a single fucking skip on that album. Other uh, other albums, Kirk by the Baby, uh, mm-hmm. there might be a like one or two. Scorpion, Drake, uh, Culture, one or two Migos. I think the, there's a couple that like might have one or two, three. I think song. Scorpion has one skip for me. It's a great album, but honestly, Love Is Right Shoe, Like I was just updating my playlist of music. I added that whole album because I can listen to that whole album at any time. So that yeah, I would go
2: with that one for sure. Uh, gun to head, gun to your head. You got to sing every lyric to a song. What song would that be? See, not one of your songs. No.
1: F- f- see, like from reading fucking like comments on our uh, shorts and yeah. shit like that. Like everyone says, a uh, fireball because it's just the one word. Like you want to
0: die. Fireball,
1: dun, 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 dun. like that. See, would be that's how
0: much you know. It actually is. I'm a fireball. Okay. See, I would die. <laughs> I would die. So that's why I'm not picking it. I would go. Don't stop believing, journey. I was like, I know that song just because it was at every Tigers game.
1: Yeah, and here's the thing about that song. My dad told me a few years ago, he was like, what do you think? Like, he was like, I was sitting, he was talking to me, and me and my dad have a good connection to music and stuff, and he'll tell me about a lot of shit and stuff. And uh, he was like, Don't Stop Believing might have the one of those verses that, like, no matter where the fuck you are, you could be in Kroger, you could be at the barbershop getting your hair cut, you could be in the shower listening to the radio, whatever. You hear, I seen her in a smoky
0: room. You're singing it. No doubt. Dude, no. And I,
1: was, I sat there and I was like, damn, he's kind of
2: right.
0: There's not like, coming up in Southeast Michigan, that song comes on, you have never heard A room louder than when it says, yep, born and raised in South Detroit. And it's
1: so cool, because I think everyone loves that song.
0: Like, you will not hear a room get louder, Yeah, no matter where you are. You could be at, like, a Suicide Boys concert, and if that song came on, like, before they came out, everyone there is singing it. it.
1: And the crazy part is, if you don't like that song, what are you doing, man? Like,
0: uh, that's just, that's just, like... I don't know anyone that doesn't like it. It's time for natural selection. There might be some people that are like, it's overplayed, but like no one doesn't like it. No, it's one of the greatest songs of all time, in my opinion. Oh, yeah, it is. (laughs) It's not even one of their best songs, either.
1: Yes, it is. What do you mean?
0: (laughs) It's one one of the biggest songs of all time. It's not one of their
1: best songs. They have good songs. I know they have a lot of good music, but how is that not one of their best songs if it's the biggest song of all time? I'm not
0: saying it's not a good song. I'm just saying they have better songs, too. (laughs) I'm not arguing with you.
2: Where do you see yourself in ten years?
1: You Wait. know, I had an answer set up for this and uh but I hope by ten years from now I've already been able to do this. My original answer was gonna be buying my parents a house. Okay. But I hope by ten years from now I'm already I've I was able to do that, you know, two years from now or yeah. four years, whatever. Yeah. You know? So um I hope to be doing like this is what i fucking love so like if i'm able to be doing this in 10 years whether it's you know chance running the studio you and me running the label whatever something like that me yeah. still doing music us still doing a fucking podcast and, yeah. and we're 700,000 episodes deep <sighs> or whatever some shit you know so uh i'm I'll, I'll still be with my guys you know uh you know we we might be taking the same squad picks, but it'll be a new camera
2: I do need an upgrade
1: I had that shit set up for a song So I, I'm, I'm happy I got to say it So uh yeah So I'll still be with my guys Hopefully still doing what we love to do And uh yeah hopefully making A lot of fucking money doing it Oh yeah. yeah
2: I feel that But before we sign off Do you have any like shout outs Social media handles You want to give out real quick
1: Fuck this is weird That it just hit me The ending and the beginning <laughs> Both hit me uh, Yeah follow my uh music page uh, official Lil siren uh follow my uh art page if you need any cover arts or logos or posters anything that you can need i guarantee you i could do it all um, these links will be in the description yep, uh sincerely underscore siren um uh shout out the homie shout out nate shout out Devin. thank you for coming on and hosting in- stepping in, intern yep. host yeah. new host for season two <laughs> <laughs> um thank you for allowing yeah. me to be a part of this yeah. and help uh shout out to six. That's a dude that became, it was kind of like you and me, Devin, we started, out as like kind of business and just working on music and we became brothers. So mm-hmm. those are the, uh, and you too, Nate, for yeah. real, but we were brothers first. And then, yeah. Um, but yeah, shout out my guys, uh, shout out my mom, shout out my dad, shout out my grandma, uh, shout out anybody that's ever like fucking ride with me or, or shout out your sister for painting. Shout out, the, yeah. <laughs> shout out since our slots if we're doing that. So yeah, shout out since <laughs> our slots. Um, yeah, shout out anybody that's listening to one of my songs. Shout out anybody that's ever seen me perform. You know, uh, I the reason I continue to do this is because I love it. And hearing that other people might like it just makes it even better. So, you know, shout out anybody that's ever fucking helped me out, anything. You know, like those are all the fucking homies for real.
2: For sure. Well, I do want to say it's a blessing working with you. Um, and I'm just excited to see where this shit takes us. I am too, man. To the moon, mm-hmm. hopefully
0: see what you have to say what do i have mm-hmm. to say dude just like well i've seen you like grow from like heartbreaker like i was around like i remember like hearing heartbreaker through the speaker in the student section at like football games and like talk about the that well we didn't talk about that we didn't talk about that what? i was performing
1: in fucking dude
0: school. yeah so no i remember like hearing heartbreaker and being like that shit's ass but like seeing you like come now fair and like just everything you're going like it it's a good trajectory mm-hmm. I, I was like
1: it, you're going big too i thank you thank you man i really appreciate it and it's fucking it's all blessings for the rest of 2023 and we got we got big moves in the works bro stay tuned for real
2: for well, with that being said like comment subscribe first episode of season two hope you guys like the new setup i mean didn't do too much but yeah, like, comment, subscribe. We'll see you guys on Sundays. And, uh, yeah. Really? There it is. <laughs>